Hello and welcome to the Sick and Wrong Podcast. If you like this, join the Sick and Wrong Forum and join the Swarm. On the forum you will meet a little gay Mexican Iron Man who is a pain in the ass and lots of sexy young sluts exposing their tits. You will be able to chat freely with D. Simon who is a Jewish pederast and his boyfriend Lance Wackerly who is a tranny that drinks his own piss. But best of all you will encounter the mighty BK who is as sexy as fuck and as hard as nails. UK 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 fuck you USA. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? I'm glad you showed up this week. Day late and a dollar short. Uh, you were gone, too, for most of the I know, I know. So but don't you blame know- me. I could have done it early, but you were off taking care of your family or some bullshit. Yeah, I, w- I, had, I had familial engagements, some obligations I had to attend to. And, and you're out of town for work, so yes. not that we really need to justify why we're late. No. But I was surprised at the number of threatening emails I received, we received, <laughs> to the Signal Podcast at a Hotmail address, and then also on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Limeys were quite upset. A lot of, a, a lot of threatening emails from Limeyland. This past week. They like their routine over there. We're, we're, we're two days fucking late, you fucking redcoats. What the yes. hell? Really? Lobster bags. Yeah, I'm, uh, seriously. It's Take just it like, con- it, as if we're scared of hooligans. What are they going to do? Come all the way over <laughs> here and happy slap your bum? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so frightened. Don't prance over here. We're on American time. We do things a little more relaxed. Well, I don't know. I, I think they'll be getting a happy slap from the Germans tomorrow at the World Cup, though. Oh, I heard that, yeah. You know, I've, I've read the odds were 10 to 1. You know, if the England, Germans or Z Germans? Z Germans. <laughs> but seriously, though, um, you know, I, I really do want the Limeys to beat those fucking Nazis because I'm going to be pissed mm-hmm. at the entire country of uh, England if, uh, they, if they lose to the Nazis. We don't have any German fans anyway, so fuck that country. Uh, we have a couple. Really? Yeah. They never talked to me. No, we have a, we've had a couple call in before. Really? Yeah. But anyway, the, the most threatening email we, rece- we received was one guy was just wrote, where's the fucking show? And then he enclosed a picture of his testicles that just said, fuck you, D, on one, and fuck you, Lance, on the on other. On his balls? On his balls, written with <laughs> a Sharpie. balls, I assume. I, I, I didn't look all that close, but oh, the balls on. did Were look shorn. The balls look shorn because you could read the writing clearly, but I didn't know if there was, like pubic hair above the balls in the, in the pubic region. Oh, well, that's not the balls. No, I, I guess the, scro- <laughs> the scrotum was shaved, if, uh, if that's what you're asking. But I, I found it inspiring, and I was like, you know what? This guy really cares. He took the time to shave his nuts and write, fuck you, D, and fuck yeah, you, Yeah, I mean, the fact that he did that belies the message on the balls. It's like he cared enough to write that on to his balls. To write that, yeah. He really cares, and he doesn't, he's not, he's not like mad a at us. He's, like, he's sad that we're not in his life. And so, so that's why we're here. But I, th- I think we owe that guy, the, the scrotum shaver guy, a fucking explanation. A you know? Solo, is that what you said? A s- <laughs> Balls. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> that goes out to that guy. But so, so why were we late this week, Rackley? I mentioned on Facebook that uh, you were changing light bulbs at a pedophile camp. Like, what people, was going on? Are you think a counselor? all I do is change light bulbs at work, <laughs> and I want to put a stop to that right now. I actually just count light bulbs. <laughs> I don't actually change them. Okay, so you're counting light bulbs at a pedo prison camp no, or something? No, no. Is this volunteer work for your NAMBA So whenever group? you hear the word abuse, you just think of child abuse. Is that what's going on? Because yeah, where I was, I thought, was like, I, thought it, I thought it was abuse. I thought it, it was, was like a abu- substance abuse center. Oh, okay, all right. Now prisoners. it's making sense. Okay, so substance. And you just ab- immediately went from abuse to child abuse. I thought they were child rapists, and you're going over there. Are to you change a child your love bulbs. abuse? No, I'm just saying. Get it out right I now. I swear you said something about pedos, <laughs> and you'd have stories from it. I'm sure there are pedos there. Every prison has its fair <laughs> allotment of pedos. And in, in the UK, I think they have special pedo prisons, but they don't do that here. Well, don't they have pedo sections that are no. segregated from no, the regular you just prisoners? Get thrown in and like hopefully get murdered soon. I, I, there, I, there's a segregation area that's just for anybody who needs to be segregated, and maybe a pedo can get put in there. And I actually went to that unit today. It's very frightening. So wait, you were in the pedo unit then? I was outside, counting I was outside their of it, uh, right ne- near all the prisoners in their little, like, five-by-two exercise, air quote, yard. <laughs> did uh, did one of the prisoners in One there... was staring at me, yes. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He was staring at me. Did he though. throw his semen at you, and was, then the doctor like in the prison next to him killed him? I was like 20 feet away, <laughs> and uh, I don't think he could get his arm even cocked back in that very they restricted They could throw it right through the bars, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I've but he can't. It. He doesn't have the range of motion. It's like one of those like chicken farms where they're just like... <laughs> They just have like two inches of leeway. So what? Okay, they're so just what, doing their little finger exercises. That's all they can move. I don't understand how you could be. Why there's a substance abuse center at a prison? Because I mean, those people all. They, how can they abuse substances there, dude? When they're going in like the hard, the hard. What do you the call detox? That? They're yeah, detoxing? the hard detox. You can't have those guys in the general population. Well, because they're just they shooting to, themselves yeah, and shaking. They're completely, you know, off their nut. Too easy to rape. Yeah. So you gotta, put a, you, gotta, you gotta get a little bit of sport to it. So did you see something? Anything happen in there? Any any weirdness? No, no. The prisons are set up like. How best can I explain it? Like basically like habit trails. <laughs> you never have to even be within in contact with anybody. You can see everything at the prison without ever like being on the wrong side of a wall with. But the I thought last time you were changing light bulbs at Corcoran because or something, you're in the me. general. They were prop. hazing me. The other the employees, like they were like, "Oh, this guy has never been here before." So they took me out into the general population area. Okay, so now this time you just kind of went along your whole. Yeah, job. I just go. You go to the outside of the buildings, and there's like special entrances for like you know mechanical people. And- Aren't you scared of like you know? You know, by happenstance, walking into a room, it's, you know, a vacant room, there's no one in there, and then this guy in, like, a blue prison garb steps up behind a desk, just kind of shakes his head and looks at you. I don't understand the story that you're there, Isn't that what? what always happens? It's just like, you go into the wrong room, and there's a guy hiding behind a desk ready to rape you. Oh. That's on the back of your head, walking through that prison? Um, well, I don't want to get shanked. <laughs> that's, that's in the background. I would be worried about that. Raping, I was shanked. within reaching distance of a couple prisoners. But these are the substance abuse people. Like, they're not, well, I'm just going to knock him over. It's like a junkie. <laughs> you should have brought, you should have brought some whiskey and a flask. <laughs> just been like, <laughs> should've? whiskey. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
I don't know how you work, get through the day at work. So there you go, people. Wackily was actually working. He but what was were away you doing? At prison. I was in Detroit oh, taking yeah, care of my okay. ailing father, the rabbi, who's doing much better now. But I was there till uh, Wednesday, and I was planning to do the uh, show on Wednesday, and we would have been right on time. But then Wackily tells me that we're going to be late. I thought he was at home watching True Blood three nights in a row. Which you usually, don't you have like a three night ritual of well, watching the True night, Blood? I just watch it all the way through, <laughs> straight through. <laughs> the second night, I, I uh, transcribe all the dialogue into my into my database on my computer. Oh, so then you can read it. And the third night, I just masturbate furiously. But do you do it with the sound off or? Oh no! You, you watch, oh, okay, you watch it Headphones on. Yeah. The third night. Total yeah, that, immersion. That show is truly gay. And you know those little, you know those, you know those eyelid openers from A Clockwork Orange. I have a pair of those. Oh, you have those on, so if you yes. do fall asleep, it's still playing. Yeah. That's good, that's good. But you weren't actually at home uh, masturbating to True Blood. You were actually working at the uh, substance abuse camp. I was wrong about the pedophile. Hey, camp. next week's going to be, here's a preview, next week's going to be rough too because I, I get to go to Compton Community College. Yay! Wow, that should be interesting. Yeah. Straight out of Compton you know with Wackily. Do you know where I get some of those soul man tanning pills? <laughs> you need a gat. That's what you need when you go down there. Okay. Well, we're, we're here for episode 232, and we have a special guest in the studio. Very lovely lady sitting to the right of us here. Kira came in to uh, be on the show. I don't even know. Are you here as an intern? Are you here just as a spectator? Are you here? Like, what, what, what brought like you to along? Sick and Wrong? Yeah. I just was very interested in seeing the magic. Seeing the podcraft action. <laughs> so insincere. It's so lackluster. <laughs> I, know, I, I don't know what you expected. I, I, a lot of people watch Howard Stern. Or, you know, they, they watch cable television. They see, like, you know, the behind the scenes of radio shows. And there's, like, naked chicks and Sibians yeah, it's, it's and, like, dwarves, stuff like that. It's not like that here. It's sick and wrong. It actually is like that. They're lying. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hiding the dwarves right now in my bathroom. They'll be coming out later. We look handsomer than we sound. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Is that what, is that what you're implying here? I think the ladies would lose their minds if they saw how handsome you two truly were. <laughs> It'd be like terror. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd be getting some panties in the mail. Get some panties in the mail. That's why I'm really here. So Kira is a, are you the charter member of the uh, Sci-Fi Club? <laughs> I am a founding <laughs> member, yes. Where, did you start the Sci-Fi Club? Um, it was a joint effort, but I was definitely part of that founding movement. But you and, do have the most intense commitment to the world of science fiction. I would say uh, that is, is true. Is it because of your name? Because Kira kind of sounds like a, an elven name or something. That's like a science fiction sort of name. Well, my Kira. parents actually got it off a miniseries. Oh, is that where <laughs> they came from? <laughs> With the dark crystal or something? No, or? no, but... <laughs> <laughs> was that a mini? Oh, it it a movie, actually yeah. is used in the dark crystal. Yeah, I think that was the Gelfling. But no, was I was born Kira. before the dark crystal. Oh, wow. You, you don't look it. How many, anyway. how many Star Trek conventions have you been to? Just the one, but I will be attending the. Uh, I will be attending my second one this August. Really? Where, where's the science fiction? Vegas. Where's the Star, Star Trek convention in Vegas? You're in going Vegas. all the way out there. So you're you're a major Trekkie though, like a bonafide Trekkie. You like tre- Star the Trek, <laughs> the Star Trek over the Star Wars, Kira? Yes, Kira. When you try and order the Deep Space Nine series off of Netflix, <laughs> is there anybody else in the queue before you? No. You're the only one, so just say yes. But, you know, Kira is a stark contrast to the typical Trekkie, because Kira is one of the hot science fiction fans. You're an attractive science fiction fan. Thank you. I I will say at the Star Trek convention I was at, my sister and I were 
Probably the only hot chicks there. I, I wouldn't say the only, but... I, and I don't normally think about this, but I would say there wasn't a huge amount of competition for us. Uh, you know, I can kind of agree with you on that. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> the odds are you probably were the hottest girls at the science fiction convention. Were you dressed up as your favorite Star Trek character? I wasn't, but I have a t-shirt with William Shatner's face on it that said, I made it with Kirk. Oh, I bet you the Star Trek dorks love that. They kind of love There must have been premature it. ejaculation everywhere you went. Just jizzed in my pants. It's very slippery. <laughs> you could have fallen down and sued, uh, sued the casino. She walks in the room and she just hears a collective... Ugh. <laughs> <Swart>. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, William Shatner probably hears the same thing when he walks in the room. So is she, would you still do it with Shatner at this time? He's 80. He's not that okay, old. Okay, he's 79. He just he's turned 79. Is it? He's yeah. He's not 79 Him years old. Him and Nimoy are 79. He looks damn good for his age. He does. Well, that's a toupee. <laughs> hmm. Who would you rather do, though? Would you do them both at the same time, or would you rather do one or the other? In their prime or in right their prime, now? In their prime, in the old 60s Star Trek show. <sighs> that's a tough question. Really? They're so different looking. I would think you could yeah. have like one or the other. Which one, as, a, as a young girl watching Not, the show. Okay, well, yeah, but let, let's, let's, we, let's split the question up. Because there's two parts of the question. P- on pure attractiveness, not knowing that they were on the trek. And then, and then on just uh, notoriety because like I slept with one or the other. Like that yeah, character to, to, to for talk, yeah. you have to pick. So there's a, there's a part A and a part B. Who's just more attractive to you? I think they're and, both and, and really we attractive. Give, give Nimoy the benefit of not having that dumb haircut. I th- I find them both very attractive. So you just want to do a wobbly H. You're not going to choose one of the other. Are you just are you being po- political because you might meet one of these guys at the Trek convention and then you don't want them to listen to this podcast and be like you dissed me at the podcast. That's what you're doing, right? I'm sure. I think on notoriety, it'd probably be hotter to do Spock. Just because that would be ears. more exotic. Right. I think Spock has more identification with Trek. With the Trekkies. Yeah. I mean, look at the remake. And who, got, who got to be in the remake? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nimoy. Yeah, Nimoy did. Shatner yeah, Shatner was... Shatner was uh... But plus, think what Spock could do with his hands, that Vulcan pinch. I bet you that'd be fun. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point. So... You know, well, one of the things about the Sci-Fi Club has always confused me. Are you wearing... A, you're wearing an R2-D2 shirt. Is that the Sci-Fi Club shirt? Oh, no, I have several sci-fi-related T-shirts. But it's not sure. supposed to represent the club itself. No, our club actually doesn't have a T-shirt, but that's something I'd like to see in our future. <laughs> I, I think you do need a T-shirt. And also, you know another thing? Uh, another thing. What's the name of the sci-fi club? I just called the sci-fi club. It's the SFC. Are I there think, other ones that you need to differentiate well, I in between? Like, I thought it'd be like the Screaming Vulcans or the Central no. Cylons or the Jawawawas. Sci-Fi Club. <laughs> no. Something. No. Just Sci-Fi Club. We're called the Blowout. It's so generic. <laughs> We're called the Blowout Preventers. I like that. Blowout Preventers is my new is favorite term. Blowout Preventers. So then you need to make a shirt called the Blowout Preventers. I don't oh. think the group would agree to that name. I said it's my favorite term and I'm nominating it. <laughs> Who else is here? I don't want you to start a splinter group. I like blowout preventers. You're not part of the club. Yeah, but he gets like a quarter of a vote. uh, Nay. Which which brings up up my next issue. How come I've never been invited to a sci-fi gathering? Because Lance says you'll talk too much. You do talk too much. 
Uh, okay. And, that, that's, and you won't be interested in the I movies. Understand that. We, we already talk over the movies. You, and you would just take it to the, we, the movie would never even. I thought it was an anti Semitic club at first, but then uh, Cure is Jewish. <laughs> so I guess it's not really. Maybe you're against male Semites. We have, we have a Jew, a gay, a Korean, <laughs> two white people <laughs> who are both Scottish. So really it's more of a Scottish. So it's a diverse, yeah. Club. I guess it's a It's, it's a like diverse in the club. future, there will be no lines of race. <laughs> Well, I just want you guys to know that I'm going to start my own sci-fi club. Good luck with that. Screaming Vulcans. Good luck with that. And fuck you guys. Good luck with that. <laughs> and you know, Nimoy is Jewish. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he'll be in my club. Wait, isn't Shatner Jewish too? Yeah, yeah Shatner's Canadian. Jewish too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no Canadians in the fucking sci-fi club. That's, but the hand thing is an old rabbinical thing. That's where he got it from. What, the V, really? It's like a Kabbalistic something. Did your dad do that to your mom? Rabbi Shocker? The Rabbi Shocker. I think he probably does. (laughs) That's how I was born. (laughs) So anyway, keeping with the vein of the science fiction theme here, I have a couple questions I want to ask you there, Kira. Um, Have you ever heard of the term xenophily, xenophilia? I've heard xenophobic. Xenophobic. This is the opposite of uh, xenophobic. A xenophilia means an affection for unknown objects or human beings. In common usage, it means an attraction to foreign people, cultures, or uh, customs. You remember in the Trekkies movie where they had the Spiner fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was the girls who were attracted to Brent Spiner who, who played Data. They were xenophiles. That could kind of be that. So, but, but he's a machine. Well, well that's the thing. The, in science the, the fiction, in science fiction, xenophilia is a common theme, primarily in the space opera subgenre, in which one explores the consequences of love and sexual intercourse between humans and extraterrestrials, particularly humanoid ones. But so, for the purposes of this show, what we want to talk about is your fantasies of being penetrated by what no woman has ever been penetrated before. But wait, well, if it's an, if it's an we, alien, how are we going to... Maybe it won't be penetration, though. You know. And a lot of people claim to have been penetrated by aliens. Well, that's the thing. There's a fantasy. There's a lot of these xenophiles out there being abducted by aliens and having your genitals diddled by aliens, which <laughs> is interesting to me that these people feel that if an alien, you know, if an alien came down to, like, buttfuck Iowa, it's mm-hmm. like that person's going to be like, yeah, I'm the one that got abducted, and they really wanted to check out my nuts. Well, but, if you're an alien species, I, mean, and I think you're it's kind of arrogant. Somebody, aren't you going to go to buttfuck Iowa? Like <laughs> that seems to be the place. Okay, set but, coordinates for warp to well, buttfuck. When you guys have your sci-fi gatherings, you're sitting around watching a movie. I know Wackerly in the of back of his mind is thinking about which aliens he'd stick his dick into. I, we all know that. We all know that's probably something yeah. he does, even when he's not watching the science fiction movie in the science fiction club. But. I'm wondering, when you're watching the science fiction movie, which aliens do you fantasize about giving you a good old-fashioned rogering? Well, I'd like to say in advance, there definitely are more hot female aliens in the movies and TV. I, I actually agree with you. There are a lot. There are many hot female aliens. I disagree. I think if science fiction movies or films or TV series... There's much more often to be a male alien and, like, the hot uh, earthling in distress, I think. Dude, think of how many hot female aliens. And that's the thing. We're, we're picking – I'm picking non-humanoid aliens. So, mm. yeah. Are you picking humanoid is, or non-humanoid? 
think you confused. Well, n- n- non-human characteristics. So I guess they'd be. Yeah, it they would be, be. They're non-humanoids. They're not like you could pick a Vulcan because they have. Well, funny you could ears, pick the chick from Avatar. Obviously, everyone wants to fuck that chick. She's an anthropomorphized alien that looks really hot. Yeah, you know, so that, that counts though, right? But I'm I, confused. you know, I feel that that I'm trying to pick like someone that's that's not human. Doesn't have as many human. What I'm features. saying, you can't pick. Nastasha Henstridge from yeah. from species because she's just shaped in human just like form a though in human, human form. But when she's an alien form, she would count. <laughs> so you can like fuck the thing. The thing, <laughs> Once yeah. It's all thinged out. <laughs> when it's all thinged out. All right, that's, that's my choice. All right, so Kira, <laughs> I'm going to mention a couple here, and you say which one you would rather have sex with. All right, uh, number one, Spock or Khan. Ooh. Well, Khan's actually not an alien. Khan's an alien. He's a Romulan. He's a bioengineer. He? No, he's a bioengineered human. What? Yeah. Next. I, I, I guess I didn't know that. All right. Well, then for the just well, for which the, one would you pick? Which one would you pick, Spock or Khan? Uh, even though Khan's not an alien. Even though Khan's not an alien, yes. humor me. Spock. Spock. Khan or tattoo? I can't believe she's denying <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. Get out. <laughs> All right, Here's number two here. Is it the old con or the later in life con with the big foamy chest? Ricardo Monobon. <laughs> Wrath of con. Oh, so it's Wrath of con. Wrath yeah, of con. Spock. I'd go Spock. Spock. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, number two, Lieutenant Worf or Darth Maul? Lieutenant Worf. Really? Oh, yeah. You're into the Klingon, like that Over Klingon Darth big, Maul? Like, what's that? What's that? A carapace? What, what is on his head? What it's is that? Like it's a, like a it's shell. A it's it's embedded in his forehead. It's repulsive. It is. Look at Darth Maul. Klingons, He's got like. I think Klingons would know what they were doing in the sack. Do their you balls? So? Look Darth Maul, I think, has some deep, weird issues that probably would make it very unpleasant. And Sexy. probably want to do. But he'd like want to hurt you. He's a double lightsaber. Are you? Into, <laughs> are you? Into, are you into black guys? Oh yeah, he's right in black. He doesn't count. All right, number three here: Chewbacca or Jar Jar? Chewbacca. Chewbacca yeah, over Jar. Okay, so Jar Jar is so annoying, and honestly, I think he's a homosexual. It's like having what? sex with a okay, fucking all right, frog. All right. Would you like rather have a sex with a frog or like a big furry dog? And dog. he would the noises he would make during. Well, think about oh. Chewbacca's noises. <laughs> 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 I think that's really good. <laughs> so wait, you've never so have you ever fantasized about either one? No. No, not Chewbacca one? or Jar Jar? No. I just wonder how do you think Wookiees have sex? You think it's doggy style? Well first you have to the fur <laughs> find it. Don't you think do you think the member is furry? I think they have a, one of those dog dick things. <laughs> like it just comes, comes out. out. It's all slimy Red gross. rocket. Yeah. Whereas Jar Jar's is just slimy to begin with. So you mean uh, Jar 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 is a fish person. Everybody's, right. everybody's gonna pick Chewbacca. Okay. Plus he's just cooler. Jar Jar's a fuck. He's a lot cooler. Yeah, totally. All right. R two D two or Tweaky from Buck Rogers. It's Twicky. 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 Neither of them are aliens either. It's all right. It's all right. They're robots. They're robots, though. Which one? Which one? If you, I mean, this is completely arbitrary. You can't really. I mean, you kind of have to have sex with one or the other. Okay, I would go R two D two. Why? As my shirt represents, because Tweaky. What's his name? Twiggy. Because I did used to watch that Twiggy. Mm-hmm. Twiggy. 
Uh, what was the noise? I think Tricky had Sounds like a vibrator that hung around his neck. Now that I think, yeah, he did. He did. It was like Flavor Flav's clock. So it's like you might get a bonus double team out of There's that. something about Tweaky that reminds me of a child. It's his hair. <laughs> he is a child. He is a child inside Was he a child? Uh, yeah. Whereas R2-D2 is a midget inside of a thing. But plus, R2-D2 how, how is going to have all kinds of attachments. Exactly. That's exactly what I kind of figured R2-D2 would be akin to one of those fucking machines. Like yes. you could put all sorts of vibrators and masturbatory devices on that right. guy, the spinning moves Where and all that. You would have to like teach him the birds and the bees before you could even make it happen. And it, he is childlike. I can see He's that like being a little weird. He's like the kid from Eight Is Enough, just as a exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hair and everything. All right, how about this? Number five here, Doctor Zayas or Doctor Zoidberg. Doctor Zayas. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something going on. There's a theme here with Kira and hairy men. Yes. And do do a lot of your boyfriends have beards? Beards, yes. Body hair, not as much. But okay, Chewbacca and Doctor Zayas are both hairy men. I'm a fan of the beard. I am a fan of the beard. Does Chewbacca have a beard, or is his whole body a beard? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Doctor Zoidberg. (laughs) Never gets any ass. I'll just eat until I feel better. A lot of this is. I'm going on personality, though. So you gotta go on physical attractiveness. Yeah, Doctor Zayas was an asshole. Doctor Zayas is the king prick of all. He space was a domineering ever. prick. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah if I you mean, would have said like, what's that guy's name? Zoidberg, actually. I mean, Who's he was an altruistic good individual. Uh, what's that actor's name? Mark Wahlberg. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mark Wahlberg <laughs> over. Oh all wait, of wait, that. wait. What was that guy's name? That? Uh, Roddy McDowell. Yeah. Now he was a he's a good guy. I would fuck him. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Did I say that? God, you know that's going to be quoted. All right, now, kind of the thing that grosses me is that fake mouth. <laughs> just, like, I just pops. don't like that that weird. It's kind of like a Pac Man that can't open all the way. Yeah, it's just kind of creepy. But didn't in the remake, didn't uh, uh, Walt Mark Marky Mark end up having sex boning the Helena uh, Bottom Carter? They just Elena made Bottom out. Carter. Yeah. They just no, made he out. boned her. No, he boned. He her. got a handy. <laughs> he full on. There was yeah. that sexy human sex. chick. Her rump was totally yeah, inflamed and presented <laughs> there, and he did it. I have, I he ended up mounting cut. her. Okay. I cut. All right, number six here. Alf or Wicked the Ewok? <laughs> it's almost my favorite one. Oh, neither. <laughs> what? No. No, you oh, got to choose one. It's arbitrary. Oh, God. This one is so... There's a, there is a correct answer. Yeah, there definitely is a correct Elf? answer. Is yeah. it Alf? Yeah, it's Alf. Yeah, I guess I would take out. Elf is a now, are funny, you saying that based awesome on sense of humor? Are you saying based or, or attractiveness? Because Wicket's a, a teddy bear. A lot of girls like teddy bears. They find them attractive and comfortable and give you that false sense of security. And next thing you know, bam! Up the ass, you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, Ewok baby. Ewok I think baby. your sister had different teddy bears than I <laughs> <laughs> What, did you have an elf teddy bear? I don't know why you're fantasizing about that creature. Sense of humor. He did not say I was fantasizing. Okay, but which one would you have sex with? I would definitely choose Elf, and I think Elf wouldn't mind if I got wasted before the act, which would need to happen. Exactly, Elf. You could like get drunk with. But you're vegetarian. You're not going to eat a cat. I'm actually not a vegetarian. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were a vegetarian. Okay, so maybe you would eat a cat, and that could be kind of like an aphrodisiac. Oh, oh, but see, you know that might be a deal breaker because you know I have cats at home, and I wouldn't want. 
Well, Alf would probably bang you first, then eat your cat. Exactly. Leave. I'd like be falling asleep. <laughs> Go know. back to Melmac. Well, no. You, you would get jacked and killed and it's all in Oakland. Wait a minute. But no, the answer is, have you seen Alf's nose? <laughs> That's That's think of all. what he could do with that nose. No, no. Well, think, you know, it's analogous to other parts. Yeah, no, that's true. But he's also a hairy creature. But, but then God again, so is Wicked. God, God help you if he starts to sneeze. <laughs> All right. Number seven here, final one, is uh, Yoda or E.T.? She's thinking about this one. This one's hard. This one's tough. It's tough, reasons. yeah. Well, they're both <clears throat> so small and delicate, it would be kind of terrifying either way. You want me to present you the issues? Please do. Well, Yoda's really old. <laughs> his balls. <laughs> Viagra. That's why they made Viagra. Yeah, but his balls are really saggy and wrinkly and gross. Yeah, but he can use the force to get an erection. He also doesn't bathe, and he lives in a swamp. And he's green. Yes. And E.T.'s got that finger. E.T. has a finger, which is a good thing. Think for about him. that finger. But Yoda is a, a fucking Jedi master. And so I'm saying, the things he could do with that force. But then E.T., E.T.'s just gross, but E.T. has that neck, too. Dude, E.T.'s got that neck that could reach around, do <laughs> yeah, something. He's got yeah. the finger. He can, you know, you mentioned you had a bike. You know, he can make your bike fly to the moon or some stupid shit like he that. Could probably, yeah, you could probably, like, you know, do something on the bike. He might Sexual. bring you some Reese's Pieces. <laughs> like I've heard yeah, but that's like we're yeah. dating. Are we dating or are we just having sex? Well, if it's he, a one-night stand. A date, <laughs> <can get> to, <laughs> One night stand. We're sort of talking. It's like wham, bam, thank you, bam. It's tough. I don't think anyone can compete with a Jedi Master. So you're saying Yoda? I would go Yoda, and I would like to uh, express how impressed I am by the effort put into this questionnaire. I did not expect this when I came over. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> you didn't expect this. <laughs> this one's sick and wrong. It's all about pure sophomoric humor. That's pretty much what we do here. Um, all right, well, that, that about machine. does it for my... Okay, last one real quick here. Mogwai or Tribble? Are you going to have to explain? She doesn't understand the question. No, I understand the question. But how could you do it to a Tribble? Just shove them up rub, there. Just rub, put it, rub it, it rub it. You could do something. You figure it out. And Mogwai Just go with it. Creativity. The... Sexual creativity. Free yourself. Gremlin. Yeah. Right. Oh, but he's so cute. That'd be like he's child got molesting. He's got <laughs> Are you saying you're Wait, you a child? <laughs> Get off the show! <laughs> Gizmo was like 25 years old. Oh, Gizmo, that was his name. Yeah. He was a Mogwai. Yeah. But his name is Gizmo. That would have been a better presentation. Yeah, all right. Gizmo, or I don't even know the names of the Tribbles. Just tribbles. I don't think They're they have names. I would have to go Tribble on that one just because I would feel like a really bad person for doing it to Gizmo. But Tribbles look like little kittens. No, they you just would look shove like a kitten hairballs. In your veg? They look like hairballs. That's horrible. <laughs> Thank you, Kira, for being so honest. And, Anytime. Uh, and I wonder if a lot of female fans would probably agree with that. I was going to bring up female characters, but then I was wondering: does sexual orientation, like, does it is it does it matter with aliens? I mean, does it? Well, does what it, if I want to have sex with R two D two? He doesn't even have a sex. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like I could have brought in female aliens. I as think well. the beauty of sci fi is that it transcends. It transcends all of that. sexual orientation. It really. I does. mean, the chicks on Battlestar Galactica are hot. Yeah, actually, they I, really mean, are I think most I think most sci-fi plays to the like base, you know, sexual anxiety of readers and watchers and 
and fat fish bellied fans that yeah. are 40 year old virgins that live in their mother's I think, basement. I think it exaggerates it. That's why there's more hot female sci fi yeah, characters exactly. than that's, there that's are the male. I think the good stuff maybe. So it was easy for me to come up with my favorite list of hot female sci fi and fantasy characters. <laughs> no, there's like three that, I, that I've always found really hot. I always thought Leela from Futurama hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I've always found her and hot. And she's a badass. Hell yeah. When I was a kid, the alienation chick. Remember that show? Oh, I man. liked. I don't know why. There is something about her head and All just her, her hair body. Was stuck under her ball cap. <laughs> extra big. I don't know. I, I always thought she was hot. Um, Daryl Hannah and Splash. When I was a kid, that was the first that's time I ever fantasy. Off. But that's more fantasy, it though. That's more fantasy. But my number one, the three-breasted prostitute, in Total Recall. Hot <sighs> classic. Hot. Hmm. What about you, Wacker? I had Mystique from X-Men. I was so busy all day. Lame. I was trying so to like, lame. I was trying to drive 90 miles an hour through California traffic to get back to this show, and that's the best I could come up okay. with. Okay, hotter than number gonna... six? Number six. Uh, you know what? I did think of the Borg. What about seven of nine? I mean, the number six... Wait, who's number six? From Battlestar Galactica. The blonde. See, but that, okay. We, but Dave, those don't count, though. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she looks just count. like a girl. But okay. seven of nine kind of counts, but she's just really a hot chick with, like, a piece of metal on her face. But what I find like, the it. queen of the Borg? <laughs> yeah, queen of the Borg. Probably. So just that's your... That's your number you one. What was your number one that you came up with, Mystique? Mystique. <laughs> so, are you going to kick him out of the sci-fi club? I should be. Let me in the sci-fi club. <laughs> oh I God. picked Leela. <laughs> Is this a coup? Is this a coup? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we invite the listening audience to write in and say who you find to be the hottest alien uh, chick that you'd bang. Well, it'd be or even, even more interesting bang. To, to hear the you know, people who dispute our choices. Okay, well, right in, and uh, maybe we'll discuss this on the next show, although we'll probably forget about it and move on to something else likely, equally as nonsensical. People, this is episode 232 here, Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, 231. We had three listener stories. Uh, first story was about a Scottish-style nappy. Uh, listener two sent a story about an American-style lead pencil abortion. And uh, listener three sent a story about a San Francisco pedo-pep-pep. Um, listener two actually won. The American-style lead pencil abortion came in first place with 129 votes. Uh, second place was the Scottish-style nappy with 86 votes. And uh, the San Francisco pedo-pep-pep only got 38 votes. I know, unfortunately. Him and his kids have all been <laughs> hauled into court, by the way. Oh, that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, people, you know the way sick and wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items of the week. They have to be a week old. Here on the show, audience votes, and a winner gets a sick and wrong care package. You can send your stories at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Submit them via the forum or through Facebook as well. Uh, Wackerly, I'm not sure who started last week. I think uh, you did. I think it was me. All right. Well, before I kick off this week's show here, a um, quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. I think people know about. I don't know how many people took advantage of the new promotion we have the going on. The new special, extra special promotion. We got a badass promotion. Listen to this, Kara. You're going to be so blown away by this. You're going to be like, Is wow. Is it hairy alien dildos? You know, I wonder. They don't, might actually have a hairy expectations. alien. <laughs> they might have a hair. I wonder if they make hairy vibrators that you could use for girls that are really into her suit men. They should. Yeah, I know. God, what did you think of Cousin It? Did you just immediately have an orgasm when you saw him? Oh, yeah. Every time. <laughs> I could imagine. All right. So, adamandeve.com. People go there right now and uh, 
Select you get select your product, you get fifty percent off, and then you get not three, not four, not five, but six free adult DVDs. Six, six, <laughs> six porns, porn. six. six porns. You know, it's funny because a lot of people in this day and age just go to RedTube and they watch like you know a five minute little clip, right? And but that enlightened does it for people them. fire up their DVD player, digital video disc player. Dude, how many hours of porn is that? Like, it's got to be like. 12? Probably 3 per day. I mean, I'm saying 18. 18 hours. That's yeah. 18 hours of porn. That's if you don't fast forward through all the bullshit plot <laughs> stuff. Yeah, or like the cunnilingus that lasts for like 20 minutes. Right. No, seriously, just uh, go, I I mean, fa- go right ahead. Do you fast ahead. forward through the I usually fast forward through I the blowjobs. I fast forward through the blowjobs. I don't want to start a cock for 12 no, minutes. No, I'll fast forward through the blowjobs and I'll fast forward through the cunnilingus, get straight to the fucking... Because it takes forever. It's like, it Jesus, come on, dude. 20 minutes? Somebody needs to go down to the Fernando, San Fernando Valley and just shake all those people and be like, enough with the fucking oral sex. Yeah, Nobody it's like the anymore. oral sex is cool for about five minutes. Just it goes do it for on five. forever. It's yeah. half the film. I mean, in real life, who gives oral sex for 30 minutes? It's kind of lame. Yeah, it hurts your tongue. Uh, but you can watch it, though, on your six free adult DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not all. When you get 50% off, you also get a uh, 50% off your item, the DVDs, and a free extra gift. So sensual that we're not going to talk about it here on the show. Can't, and free shipping. can't talk about it. Yeah, we're not allowed to. We're actually bound by contract not to talk about the sensual gifts. It's against the podcast. It's pod. people. It's just loop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll even it's throw space in lube. free shipping on your entire order. So yeah, go get your space loop at uh, adamandeve.com. Type in diddle when you're checking out as the coupon code. So actually, yeah, I think uh, you started last week. So let me kick off episode... 232 with my first listener submission. So the first uh, story here for episode 232 came in from uh, Richard. He writes, All right then, boys. This has it all. The guy is in prison for trying to force his wife to take part in sadomasochistic sex sessions against her will, gets into an argument about hygiene, and kills his cellmate and cooks him up like he's some sort of Gordon fucking Ramsay in his cell. <laughs> what the fuck were the guards doing, do you reckon? Apparently the guy has severe psychological problems, but hey, who doesn't? Hey, dude, wh- why not just give away the whole fucking story? Yeah. <laughs> do I even need to read it anymore? No. Oh, Next. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Them read it, come on. I prefer to smother my issues with a healthy regime of drugs and alcohol whenever I'm not working like every other rational person does. Why stop at work, dude? <laughs> Seriously. That's what flasks are for. If That's this what story, the dole is for. for yeah. Fired. If this story isn't worthy of a mention, then fuck you. I know it's been done before. Cannibalism is so 90s, but the guy's a fucking nutter. And well, just look though. at him. Don't give out my full name in the unlikely event that you piss flaps actually use this. Oh, and by the way... Um, have ha- uh, have loads of fun with that. S- I've had loads of fun with that sourmath.com link you recommended a few shows ago. I don't even remember that. I think he's confusing us with a different podcast, like <laughs> Math Talk or something. Sour Math? No, but you know, it might have been one of those websites I mentioned that takes over your computer and shows like Meat Spin or something and then no, like I, makes noises. I don't know. I don't remember you saying that. I, I've mentioned different websites before that, that you can send to somebody and it'll take over your computer and you can't, cl- you can't close the window. Sounds great. I'm, I'm a little nervous to even click on that sourmath.com link to check it out because... Oh, I, so he's just 
like reverse. I think he's double, reverse, yeah, like getting us back with our own joke. Like, yeah. What? I don't remember recommending this. Oh shit! He's trying to hoist us on our own petard. Man, Too bad. Per- what? I used to be the perceptive one. Now you are. I know. I, I think it's all the tecate I've been drinking. <laughs> the power of Mexican urine. Wackerly, I love you, but fuck off. You're wrong. It's inherently funny picturing people stupid enough to click a link in the office getting busted, and the abuse that comes back is more fun than blowjobs. Big up, Cornwall. Fuck London. Fuck the North. And most of all, fuck France. Love the show. Blah, blah, blah. You're sincerely Richard. Did he actually write blah, blah, blah? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you say that in uh, with an English accent. Blah blah blah. Bloody bloody blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, you uh, UK grizzly. That's not UK grizzly French murder with a flavor of Hannibal Lecter. Um, this story, yeah, occurred in France, and it has to do with a French Hannibal Lecter who got thirty years in prison for dining on his cellmate. You know, it's funny because I. For some odd reason, this article sounds so familiar. Like, I feel like we've done this before. I saw it this week, and I didn't think it was familiar. And you have to point out that he gets 30 years in prison for dining on his cellmate, which implies that he was already in prison. Because to have a cellmate, you already need to be in prison, right? Yeah, but it happened in 2007, so maybe... I never heard about this, so... I mean, I've heard of things like it, but I'm, not in this gruesome detail. I'm sure if we've done this... We're going to get like 30 emails of people pointing out how retarded we are because we can't remember the stories that we've done. So let's just preempt them and say, I don't care. I want to preempt them by saying, I don't care. But I also want to preempt them by saying, there's new evidence, new facts about this case. It's current. I wouldn't remember It's in the details. news this week. So all these Therefore, it's valid for sick and wrong. So the guy's name is Nicholas Cocaine. I don't know how to say it with a, the, the, the correct French pronunciation. Oh, Cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, but he was convicted of murdering his cellmate and sautéing his lungs. A French prison inmate called the Cannibal of Rouen by the media. I'm sure you mispronounced that word. Rouen? I don't know. <laughs> and completely crazy by his own lawyer, has been convicted of killing his cellmate and then dining on the man's lung. They gave him 30 years, which I bet you in England, he probably would have got, what, like 15 years? Yeah. 10 it's years France, if he used a scone? much better. I'm, I'm surprised that this guy got 30 years. Maybe they are. Maybe they're pretty... Like rule bound with the with the sentence giving. So Nikki Cocaine here allegedly killed his prison cellmate and then sliced open his chest to remove and consume his heart. Um, uh, but apparently he cut open his chest to get the heart, removed a rib, and pulled out an organ. But it turned out it was his lung. <laughs> we can all laugh at him, but would you do any better? Well, I'm just saying this. I'm just going to reach out I wouldn't trust this guy to remove my appendix. Put it that way. No, but let's say it was you trying to get a piece of heart to eat. I mean, come on. You're just gonna it's go all there and red and slimy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, exactly. I'm surprised you got the rib out of the way. That was good. Yeah, I mean, especially with like a prison operating tools. I mean, you have like a razor, a rusty like razor, and, <laughs> and, a, and a, the sharpened toothbrush. So Nicholas Cocaine here, 38 years old, was sentenced to 30 years in prison following Thursday's conviction on charges of murder. Acts of torture and barbarism. A medical examiner here testified that the victim was still alive when his chest was cut open. And cocaine told the court that before cooking the man's left lung with shallots, garlic, and some leftover rice, he he sampled the uh, man's organ. But the thing is, no fava beans, no Chianti. He's He's no gourmand. He's no doctor, and he's no gourmand. Let's remember that Hannibal Lecter was in... A, a, a purloined mansion at the time. 
Oh, yeah. I guess he probably would have more condiments right. available. I mean, this guy's in a prison cell. In a prison. And he's got shallots, garlic, a fry And pan, some rice, a yeah. A heating source. What the hell kind of prison do they have over there? <laughs> this is a French prison. That's oh, the thing. Uh, here is your wolf range and your deep fryer. And uh, here's your pressure Would you cooker. like a baguette to go with the lung? Uh, the, you have to shake the handle on the bidet because sometimes <laughs> it sticks. And uh, here are your 7,000 count... <laughs> Egyptian linen sheets <laughs> for your bed. Okay. Well, I'm going to lock the door now. Remember to ring the bell if you need anything. You have 30 years in a French prison. It's not that bad. Sounds great. Yeah. So he says, at first I ate a bit of it raw. I did out of curiosity, instinctively, without thinking, to taste human flesh. This is the guy speaking? That's what Cocaine said. He's very eloquent. Cocaine confessed to beating Baudry. Um, Terry Baudry was his cellmate here, stabbing him with scissors and suffocating him with a plastic bag before cutting open his chest with a razor blade and plunging his right hand into his body and pulling out the lung. He says, we got into an argument last night, and I smoked him while he was tying his shoes. <laughs> Apparently, smoked him is French prison slang for killing. Mm-hmm. I thought it meant fellatio. I don't know. Smoked him. Doesn't it kind of sound like smoking it could pole. be smoking pole? But yeah. I don't know. That's what French people usually do. You should just hope you're never in a French prison. <laughs> he wanted to remove Baudry's heart to eat it in order to take his soul. That's what they all say. Cannibalists, they always say, I was just trying to eat his soul because, you know, the devil took him over. They never just say, I think I thought it would be tasty. Or it's like eating his heart gives me a boner, which obviously that's what this guy was doing. Um, instead, cocaine mistakenly took a piece of the victim's left lung as well as two chest muscles. A row over hygiene issues was what triggered cocaine's outburst of violence. <laughs> You know, that, actually, I imagine that's, I mean, you laugh about it now. I've had roommates. But that, I've had roommates. That stray pube on the toilet seat is in fucking... It's ah, infuriating. Irritating. It's infuriating. And not to mention, I mean, it's like you're sharing a bathroom with this person. Right. You know, it's just like, yeah, there's pubes all, they, they use your soap. Or you gotta take a shit and you look over and like, oh, nice, bare roll. I'll just reach around to where all the toilet paper, oh, no, oh, toilet, no toilet paper. paper. I'm sure that's probably what happened. And this guy's like, all right, I'm stabbing you and cutting out an eating your lung. This is the last straw. This is the straw that broke the camel's that, back. If that option was open to us, we all would do that. Hell yeah. yeah. You know, I'm surprised. And if you're already in prison, that option is open to you. So a third inmate in the cell pretended to be asleep to avoid being killed, but later committed suicide <laughs> in another prison. It was a third guy. <laughs> I feel, see, that's the thing. I feel real sympathy for this guy. I mean, think about it, dude. Have you ever pretended to sleep? While your roommate in the same room was having sex on the couch? <laughs> no. I've, I've but this Try a bunk bed a in bunk a bed. dorm room. I had a bunk bed in a dorm room pretending to sleep. I was on the top bunk and the whole bunk was shaking. shaking I see, I wasn't, we were in a loft bed. My loft was to the left, his loft was to the right. But they were like, I woke up in the morning and, and uh, I was about to get out of bed and then all of a sudden I just heard like some muffled rutting noises. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look over and I'm like, oh man. Now I gotta pretend it's to poor sleep. Manners. It's yeah. tacky. So Never and it's difficult that. enough to do that while they're running. Could you imagine it's like this guy is cutting open this dude's chest and ripping out his heart, about to cook it with shallots? I mean, you really have to be a pretty good actor to keep sleeping. You do. Yeah, no. That's why I feel bad for this guy. No one commits suicide. He was afraid his own lungs would get eaten. I'm the dude sure. has chops. He has acting chops. So uh, anyway, Cocaine's lawyer asked the court to pronounce his client's criminal irresponsibility and find him not guilty because of his mental state. 
quote unquote, he's a nutter. He killed because he's crazy, completely crazy. One does not put on trial insane people. The place of these people suffering from troubles is in a psychiatric hospital. Well, too bad for you, buddy. At the bottom of the ocean, trying to plug up the BP oil spill. That's the place for them. (laughs) That's what they should have used him for. He got 30 years in a French French prison. So at the opening of the trial, which is interesting, two points here, um, he had his whole right half of his face showing bloody tears, a skull, and an angel tattoos. Yeah, I saw that picture. So he he had these tattoos put on his face right before the trial because he said, a friend made them for me so people would take interest in me. It's a good way to get attention, but uh, other than, you know, cannibalizing your cellmate here. Uh, Cocaine told the court that he was responsible for the murder, but rejected the acts of barbarism charge. He just thinks it's normal. Yeah, I mean, how is ripping apart a man's chest cavity, tearing out his lung, and uh, eating it barbaric? If this were, you know... He used shallots, damn it! (laughs) If this were were the Mayan times in South America, you know... yeah. Height of the Mayan Empire, the Inca Empire, what, what, I don't know, the most violent one. I sautéed it, you Philistines. Yes. <laughs> I know, exactly. I'm... The sun hid behind the moon. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> so on the second wrong star scale, this is a pretty disgusting story. Um, you know, one man had to listen to his cellmate being torn apart and eaten. I don't care about that guy. I, you know, I feel bad for that guy because I've had to listen to my roommate having sex. I feel bad for the guy who... <laughs> Left a pube on the sink. <laughs> yeah, it's heart ripped out. Or Regardless, I'm giving this five stars. I give it five. What, what do you give it, Kira? What, what's the range? <laughs> so you've never even listened to this I show. Have. never even I listened really to have. Get out. <laughs> what is it again? Oh, soft taste. Hey, I just wanted to be the studio audience. Okay, it's five star, five brown star rating system. Yes. One okay. being the worst and five being a very terrible story. Oh, I would say it's a very terrible story. So I would you're giving say five it five? Stars. Yeah. Okay, very judicious of you. What do you have, Wackerly, for episode 232? Mike from London writes in, Macaque attack? Or is it a champ? Fuck knows. <laughs> Very English of him. Just fuck it. Is that how you say it? Macaque or macaque? That's how I say it. How do you say it? I've always said I've always called macaque macaque. How's it spelled? M-A-C-A-Q-U-E. Mrs. D. Darnell, who's 56. Any relation, D? You know, I'd like to say that D can also be a masculine name. A lot of people have pointed out that D is a female, like a feminine name. D fucking Snyder, people. Twisted Sister. D. D E E. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a masculine name. D Snyder's about as masculine as they come. But Even this though he 50- wears makeup and uh, eats raw meat. <laughs> this 56 year old woman has the feminized <laughs> version of that name, though. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the pink spandex. This British woman who's right. 56 years old said she had a fear of primates for years as a result of her father bringing up a chimpanzee, which she described as. Positively evil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this. Okay. She was reared by the chimpanzee? No. Or, okay, no, no, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Wait, so the, You're her, never gonna, if we start going down that path of reared by the chimpanzee, I'll never Her dad had a pet chimpanzee. Had a pet chimpanzee. She was scared to death of it. He was, because he was it threw mean. feces. He was mean. He probably scratched her. What country feces? are they living in that they have this type of pet? Uh, the UK. Well... Now they're Peterborough. called Peterborough. Well, they're not called chimps anymore. They're called chavs now. 
<laughs> no, I think she's... Same level of intelligence. She probably is afeard of Chaz, but she's also afeared of the real thing, the real deal chimpanzees. Okay. Um, she had joined up with a friend on a monkey sightseeing tour to try and get over her fear. In, uh, in the Siam Sea in Thailand... Uh, by the Siam Sea canoe, canoe Tourist Agency to confront our fear, as I said. You know, I laud her for that. It's a good idea to confront your fears directly. Really, though? She's 56. She lives in the United Kingdom. There are not a lot of monkeys, and the ones that are there are behind bars in the zoo. Like, do you really need – I mean, just live out the rest of your days and just, just have this fear and say, Oh, I hope no monkey comes to, to Peterborough. <laughs> okay, wackily. You'd probably be right. Wackily, obviously, you don't have a no fear sticker on the back of your windshield. No, I have many fear. <laughs> All fears. <laughs> Wackily has the lots of fears here sticker. I got rid of sort of one fear, I'm but scared I'm scared of fucking still everything. Of <laughs> but I have a gun, so don't fucking startle me. That's why Wackily has a gun. <laughs> um, so she went on this monkey sightseeing tour to try and what did they call that? Aversion therapy, right? Aversion therapy, yeah. yeah. Confront your fears directly. I need to do aversion therapy with, like, uh, you know, alcohol and uh, prostitutes and porn and TV. I, I, well, I guess that's I really not need aversion, some aversion she's, therapy. That, aversion therapy is something you need to stop. Like right. you, you need to stop it. She doesn't need that. She needs, she needs to confront her fear to get Exposure over it. Exposure therapy? Exposure to it. Okay. Like, okay, I'm really afraid of squirrels. I've never liked squirrels. I've always been afraid of squirrels. Really? This is new to me. I've told you about my squirrel fear. For <laughs> I'm afraid of squirrels as well. I hate. I had a squirrel jump them. on me. It scares the shit out of me. Their tails are so cute. I get scared around squirrels. I don't like them. Rocky. So I need fine? to confront them directly. Yeah. Haven't this done is what that she's. Yet. This is what she's doing. Whatever that's called, that's what she's doing. Uh, so they go on this canoe trip with a friend, and she, they arrive on the beach, and she decided to sit down and take in her surroundings, saying, "Okay, calm thoughts. I'm on the beach in monkey territory. Everything's fine, though. Why? Why I was always so afraid?" Mrs. Darwell said, "I thought I was heading for safety under this rock in the shade, only to cool down. I laid the towel down, and there were no monkeys in sight." Safe. I'm in the safe zone. She's in the safe zone right there. No She's monkeys in sight. <laughs> Not a one. The next thing I noticed, this monkey walked up next to me and I thought, oh dear. And I began to stand up and move away. She must have been scared. As if sensing her terror, <laughs> the crab-eating monkeys jumped on her one by one and took bites out of her until she blacked out. They used the Bruce Lee enemy... Uh, method of fighting their foes. Where, just like, they attack just, one by don't one. Don't all attack just... at once. <laughs> like, go one by one and do a move, and if she swats you away, you're like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Her friend was probably just taking pictures. Right. For the Daily Telegraph. Well, you know, she's like, well, she's got to get rid of her fear. That's why we're here. <laughs> just going to let the monkeys go and do that thing. Do monkeys typically do this in the wild? Only when they can smell fear, which they can. <laughs> so they can smell, smell this woman's fear. It's, just, it's a catch-22. Like, people who are afraid of dogs, just like, dogs can smell fear. Just don't be afraid. But I am afraid. Oh, they can smell it. They're going to attack you. That makes me more afraid, you fucker. It sucks. God, I would love to be. I would love to witness someone being swarmed by monkeys. She actually collapsed with blood gushing from her arm and had to be rescued by... Oh, Thai boatmen. <laughs> That's my greatest fear. Thai boatmen are fucking scary. They don't have 911 in Thailand. They have Thai boatmen. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're very scary. I'm never going to Thailand. 
They have yeah, these small scared. fingers and they're like little tiny sticky oars that are sharpened. Yep. They're punji sticks. And they had to rescue her. And they're dried shrimps that they eat and their bad teeth and cigarette habits. <laughs> Ugh. It's so how do they fight off the macaques? Then the monkey took my wrist and... Oh, this is before. This is a little bit of... Fl- I flashed forward. No, I'm flashing back. Took my wrist and pounced on my right arm, sinking its teeth in and hung off it. He wouldn't let go. He was locked on. I was absolutely petrified. I was shaking from head to foot and I froze. It's just like the stiff upper lip, upper, upper lip British to be able to narrate completely the whole horrifying thing. Well, I like how, I mean, it even says she blacked out, but yet she can recite the entire ordeal. That's what I'm Verbatim. saying. Verbatim. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The how British. could you ever forget something like that? I would. I'd be like, I don't know, man. I was freaking out. And, <laughs> and monkeys are biting my head. My, and my shit was fucking crazy. That's all I know. <laughs> That'd be my description. And then they would just be like, we're not going to print that. You're an yeah, idiot. no, I'm, 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 I'm surprised that she could, she could talk about it so articulately. She added, I thought, this is it. I'm going to die. I'm going to be savaged by these monkeys. <laughs> then I went into shock. She even can narrate the, fact, the time when she went into shock. It kind of makes you think that, like, she's kind of making up the story a little bit. I mean, like, I'm sure it's pretty much accurate, but you can't narrate, then I went into shock. Like, going into shock means you don't remember what happened. I'm thinking, did, was she wearing one of those rape condoms? <laughs> <laughs> he needs just a whole like like monkey don't bite me condom. Which yeah, that's a, <laughs> she needs like a monkey protective suit. They don't even right. have that there. That just shocks the monkeys. Shock the you monkey. Know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just sent the intern away. With you know, my, you know those Thai boatmen. You know those Peter Gabriel. But you yeah. know Thai the Thai boatmen were probably laughing their Thai asses off. You know what I think? Drinking Thai whiskey and being like, this is the best thing I've seen all day. Let me tell you one more thing, and then I'll tell you what I think. This thing is from the article. She was taken to Bangkok, fuck it, hospital. <laughs> I want to say that. But this is what I think. Monkeys attack her. She loses consciousness. She wakes up in the protection of Thai boatmen. Oh, that seems logical, right? The Thai boatman came and rescued you. Yeah, because they don't have a 911 there. They don't have an ambulance. There's no Thai ambulance. Maybe Thai boatmen at night turn into Thai monkeys. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe okay. somebody should investigate that. Now, that's perceptive. You're saying that the Thai boatmen really are the macaques in question. They attack the people, and then they come and rescue the people. Then they get donations, and they get publicity, and then you know maybe they have a couple of the Thai boatmen working undercover at the hospital. They make a little bit of money there. This sounds it's like a racket. racket. I wouldn't put it past them. Maybe yeah. they even spotlight the people with monkey phobias. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they work in the airplanes. I wonder, yeah. I wonder maybe what... maybe the stewardesses on Thai Airlines just sort of slip subtle questions like, would you like coffee, tea, or are you scared of monkeys? Oh. So now, and then they dude, tag you to be attacked. So think about it this way. Okay, so now the woman went all the way to Thailand to overcome her fear of monkeys. Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> she's attacked by monkeys, savaged by macaque monkeys. It's a major failure. What does she feel about monkeys now? Pure hatred. I mean, this, Pure is, hatred. this is how Hitler yeah. started. This is exactly how... I bet you she's going to come up... She wants to do a full-on monkey genocide now. If, if, she wasn't, if she wasn't 56, if she was like 23, I would expect monkey genocide in you know 20 years. But she'll be dead before she completely flushes, she flushes those, out her rage. Does she have those mustaches? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so on the sick and wrong star scale, I, 
I mean, I don't want to say it's funny that a woman yeah, but a monkey meant to point, confront her fear. One but, full monkey point. Yeah, I'm giving, no, I'm giving this monkey a point. full monkey point. I would have given this three stars because she didn't die. I'm giving it four okay. for the monkey point. I give it three and a half just for the Thai boatman to monkey man transformation. So four and a half with the monkey point. Well, what do you give it there, Kira? I'm only giving it three because... No monkey point? The monkeys are being objectified by these safaris, and I could see where they might want to... resentment might occur. Exactly, exactly. She's a harsh Jewess, this one. So much for sci-fi club solidarity. <laughs> I know, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm harsh. trying to be objective. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, all right, fair you enough. Do that. The third story here for episode 232 um, was sent in by Jen. She writes, I guess they don't adopt in the Midwest. Love the show. Jen. Indiana woman tries to snatch baby, stabs parents. This happens in uh, this happened in Terre Haute, Indiana. I don't even know where Terre Haute is. I've is heard it of it. By Indianapolis? Is it? Uh, I think south so. South of something. Somewhere yeah. over there. It's south of something. It's just, just in one of those states you never want to go to. The, the flyover states. Why would My you sister was born in Indiana. Right. Did she ever go Did back? Did she ever go back? Does she live there now? Okay, she went to U of I for one year and hated it and came home. Yeah, Indianapolis smells like garbage and, and like pollutants. It smells like an old lady farted piss. Yeah, it really does. But I think all of us as Midwesterners... Drive through Indiana. Yes. <laughs> we don't Gary stay there. Supposedly the there are beautiful parts. I myself have not I'll take seen your them. word for that. Yeah. Stephanie Foster wanted the baby so badly that when she suffered another miscarriage last fall, oh. she didn't tell her husband. Oh. That's something you can never trust women these days. You can't. You can't. <laughs> and I mean, and the thing is, it takes two to make a baby. Not just one. Two. <laughs> it only takes one to birth one though, so the dude can just take off. <laughs> yeah, he can. Miscarriage can My have work is devastating effects. Devastating effects. And, and, and they don't say how many miscarriages she had. Well, but the fact that she lied though, about right? it, yeah. There's and that, she said one. another, yeah. So she's had one before. Yet another. So instead of telling her husband, please say Foster, 34, spent months stuffing a pillow inside her clothes to feign pregnancy, forging birth certificates, and attending fake baby showers as she plotted to kidnap a newborn to pass off as her own. It's a woman on a mission. Yeah. Does she have a job? Baby stealing. That's her <laughs> job. <laughs> She's a baby napper. Professional. <laughs> Not that good at it, That's a time-consuming you know, What I find hobby. funny is the fact that she had to use a pillow because most women just get fat. They just eat a lot. <laughs> it's just like, you know, that's they gain a lot of weight. You might not get fat in the right way. Oh, I would. <laughs> I'd work on it. You gotta but drink a lot of high life. Sideways. I need to up my pizza intake. You know, if you just get a really... my cheese index. <laughs> if you get a really big ass, it's not gonna work. I've seen yeah, I guess it depends on where. Yeah, I think they're right, they have big pregnant. tummies too. If you yeah, but you always you always ass. read about the woman that didn't know she was pregnant because she weighs like four hundred pounds. Those girls one. are like eighteen. Yeah, this is like a probably a skinny woman who you know I didn't see a picture of her. I, here's what I wonder: Did so did she just shove the pillow under her shirt, or did she also tuck it into her pants? Because if you just have it on your shirt, then you have like the big belly, but then skinny legs. Skinny but legs. If you tuck yeah, in I wonder. The shirt, then you can kind of get the. The whole you package. Know, if she sloping, was forging birth certificates, faking baby showers, you think she'd get a fat suit? Man. She could afford a fat suit. Go out and seek one out. Maybe you don't need one. Maybe a pillow is enough. And that's nine to ten months of trying to hide your naked body from your husband. 
Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I wonder how he didn't know about Isn't this. Isn't that how most marriages work anyway? Yeah, but then again, do you really want to bang your pregnant wife? That's gross. <laughs> Seriously. There's little hands in there. Police say Not Foster's... Uh, well, she didn't want to tell her husband because he was so elated that they finally were going to have a child. So I think that implies that they had tried many times in the past, only to end in disappointment here. And so now he's pretty, you know, psyched. He was, he was excited right. about this, this child. Spreading uh, adoption! <laughs> Try it! <laughs> when her Why husband to asked to feel the baby move, Foster would jostle a paintbrush that she had slipped inside the pillow. <laughs> She's a regular Jim Henson. <laughs> she Elmo just, Sanders, uh, a baby in here. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Do you think she did a voice like, "It's not easy being a fetus"? <laughs> <laughs> Give me some titty. <laughs> I just wonder. Oh, like, there's I mean, two in here. I got another paintbrush. Look at that. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, how, how she did. I just find it funny. Like, was her husband retarded? Like, I mean, obviously he, he, wanted to believe it. He wanted to believe it. I think this guy huffed too much Indianapolis <laughs> air <laughs> because I think what happened is he was a while in Indianapolis. <laughs> it is recommended that you wear a full scuba suit the whole time you're there. I wear a Michael a Jackson SARS reason. mask at least. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Please say Foster's elaborate hoax ended violently. I like that her name is Foster's. <laughs> I like that too. We actually. haven't made fun of Foster's in a while. Or we Australia. haven't in a while. I know. Now's I, you know, the time. I picture all our Australian fans salivating every time you say the word. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like they're like, Foster's? Just Someone say Foster's. Like, what's that experiment with the dogs? Oh, Pavlovian response is just the word. I'm not even talking about beer, mate, but I'm still, <laughs> I'm still craving one. Uh, I think I'm going to go get one, a big Foster's. <laughs> okay, she's got a puppet baby. I got that. I can, I can skip a couple minutes and come back and get the end of it, the scores. You know, she could have just stuck a Foster's in there instead of a pillow, and it would have worked just fine. And when her husband found out it was a big fraud, he would have been happy anyways, right, mate? He would have had a Foster's. Walter Matilda, drink your Foster's. <laughs> get out of here. So Foster's elaborate hoax here ended violently last week when she stabbed a couple at their home as their month-old baby slept in the living room. She was getting down to crunch time, like this ruse with the paintbrush and the pillow. Like, she's got to produce something. Exactly. She had spent months planning how to make a fake pregnancy look real. Wow. This was definitely, I mean, she's everyone like needs dragon. a hobby here. Um, she had forged birth certificates while taking classes at Ivy Tech Community College. Nice. Um, which I think, uh, aren't, aren't they rivals to DeVry? Is it DeVry um, versus I Ivy Tech? It's been a while since I've lived in the Midwest and watched <laughs> late night TV ads. But yes, as their original delivery date approached, Fosters began scouring birth announcements for newborns and targeted Ashley and Michael Spear, whose son was born about three weeks beforehand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she was, I mean, it was approaching the deadline. Mm -hmm. She was at wit's end here. So she stopped by the Spears' home with no intent to hurt the couple at all and asked to use their phone. <laughs> can I use your baby? Oh, I just give her uh, Indiana. All right, can I use your baby? Who says she has no intent to hurt the couple? That's what she claims. She said she stomped there oh, with no shit. intent. But what's funny about it? It's like if someone knocked on your door here in in San Francisco or Oakland, it's like, can I use your phone? It's just like, fuck no, <laughs> I'm about to shoot you. <laughs> Indiana, they're like, okay, yeah, here, yeah, you know. I assume you don't have a cell phone. Um, Ashley Spear let her in. The baby was sleeping in the living room, and her husband, who works nights, was asleep in the bedroom. 
Foster dialed a random number, then hung up and left briefly before returning with what um, with a pellet gun from her car. <laughs> How does this end up? Well, then she pulled out a knife and began stabbing the uh, the woman here, Ashley Spear, as the new mother pleaded for Foster not to hurt her or the baby. The sleeping husband, Michael, heard the attack and was stabbed while subduing Foster. So apparently she wasn't um, that strong of an assailant. <laughs> you know, you're sleeping to get up at 2 a.m. to work your night shift job, and then all of a sudden you're being stabbed because your wife let in some stranger to use the phone. Yeah. Wouldn't How you be big of a beating did she get later on? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely... I don't think he spared the backhand that night. No. Front um, Charges against Foster could include attempted murder, aggravated battery, and attempted criminal confinement. Did she get the baby ever? She never got the baby because the husband sub- subdued her. Nice job. So, yeah. He's real father material. She was thwarted. I think she should have planned it out a little bit better. Right. Than doing something like this. I prefer the cutting the baby out of the womb. Yeah, so do I. But did you read the story? And you got to go for unwed mothers. That's that's yeah, that's exactly. The key. No one would be able to find. But did you read the story about the couple that was trying to sell their baby for twenty five dollars outside the Walmart? Oh yeah, that was California. Yeah. So why that's when the mess if there could have been a connection union. here? I'm sure this woman would have loved to buy that baby for twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Twenty five dollars. You can like kick down for a six pack or a really nice six pack as you leave the store at Walmart. This is where it's happened, right? The, yeah, it was right outside of a Walmart. But the funny thing about that story is, if you looked at both the people, they had like acne all over their faces. I mean, Plus, they were such tweakers. It was like, oh wow, I really want to buy your meth baby for twenty five dollars. Plus, I don't. I'll know give you, you fifteen. I don't know if you noticed, but the mom was twenty four and the dad was thirty eight. <laughs> We went yeah. out of Florida, but California is the most fucked up state. Hey, where, where was Barack Obama born, all right? In Hawaii? We don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Outside of Walmart? <laughs> we'll never know. So he's like si- a golden child. Like he's born from a, a lotus leaf. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. I know, lotus leaf. I think the Buddha shit him out. That's what I think. I think he came out of the brain of Zeus. Yeah, maybe. He could have. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I mean, I guess the woman didn't get the baby, but the fact that she used a paintbrush <laughs> to feign a baby moving inside her That's pillow. That's the best part. I'm giving it a 4.5 for that. She's like a professional marionettist. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Jim Henson would be impressed. <laughs> if he wasn't dead. Bieber, <laughs> I'm going to give this a uh, 5. You're giving it a 5? No, just because I said that. Before. No, four, no three, three and a half. Three and a half. Wow, uh, all the way from Four for puppeteering skills. Okay? All right, four. What do you give it there, Kira? I would give it a five. I think it's um, right up there with the shallots. Are and you the saying French that because present. you have a uterus? Maybe. I think the uterus is definitely affecting I mean, your judgment. All you got to do is find a pregnant teenager. That's that's why I think uh, Jen here said why they don't adopt in the Midwest. I don't know why. But I think if she people would, do no, adopt in no, the Midwest, no, this though, this is what you're missing. Though, let me let me explain. She wanted her husband to think it was really her baby. So if she legitimately adopted a baby, her husband would know. There'd be records. She needed to be on the DL. The down exactly. The DL about that's it. what yeah. makes it so sick and wrong. I mean, the guy with the shallots and the lung. He's incarcerated. He obviously has issues. She's out in the world, and yet she still 
chooses this route. That's what makes it extra sick and wrong. She's far too thorough. I even forgot yes. about that other article. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that what story are you already. About, I was just like, what guy? Shallots? What I'm are you talking hungry. about? Did we order Speaking pizza? as a Jesus, woman, I, I just I don't know if I could go there. <laughs> All right. I'm giving it five. I'm okay. maybe because I'm new. I don't know. Well we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People go vote sickerongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode two thirty two. Well, actually, we got a few phone calls to Sick Wrong Hotline. Oh, yeah, right. And we got some emails, at hotmail.com. Before we get to our phone calls here for this episode, how about another word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com? Hey, Sick and Wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives, I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. All right, Wackily, we've got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, we also got a couple emails to Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. I have a new segment I want to introduce. So, uh, oh. So let's listen a to a couple. A segment. new segment. And this is going to rival the Is That Gay segment. So before we get to that, how about our first phone call here to the hotline? Yeah, what's up, Sick and Wrong? This is uh, Anonymous repair man for people's appliances and i got a question for i love it when people who have kind of crappy jobs are like totally reluctant to divulge their identity even to say a first name like i wouldn't want anybody to find out who i was because i'm the maytag repair man yeah, why would you be like i'm ken the plumber who yeah. cares for mr simon sorry lance but i already slept with a black chick i don't have any questions about that but anyway <laughs> Dean, what's up with He's got a question for Mr. Simon. I have to rewind it because we laughed over the point. Ready? Yeah. But anyway, D, what's up with Jewish people never wanting to use their credit card to pay for service? Every Jewish person's house I go to, all they want to do is give me a goddamn check. And I got to call the company and verify that the money's there, which we know it is because they're Jewish. They have money. Can you answer that for me? Have a great day. Lick my... And not malls, because I'm not Trucker Paul. But anyway, look something to my peace. <laughs> you know, I totally feel your pain there, appliance repairman guy. Anonymous Anonymous appliance repairman guy. guy. Seriously, when I was in Michigan just this past week with my father, who's an older person, Jewish, obviously, rabbi, uses a check for everything. He has we, a full checkbook of checks. A full checkbook and a registry of every check oh, written out. The, 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 what do they call that? The dual columns? Yeah, thing, whatever that counting. is. Yeah. When, they, when they can account. Money anyway, going out, money going in. Instead of going to Kroger, which was five minutes away from where he lives, we had to go to Hiller's, which is about 40 minutes away from where he lives, with traffic all the way across town so he could use a check. Kroger's a German name. And Hiller is a Jewish name. No, it's because they have whitefish salad at Hiller's. <laughs> well, I got to have my whitefish salad. It's the best. And so anyway, you're in Hiller's and you're standing there checking out in a line that just seems... I mean, it's it, it's just... There, there's no... 
end point to that line. Everybody's using a check. Every old lady in What's line is using date? a check. How how much is it? Okay. Doesn't check. your father deserve his whitefish salad? He deserves his whitefish salad, but I was like, Dad, I'm gonna run in and just get you the whitefish salad. I'll pay in cash. Put it on my visa. You know, I'll put it on my visa. Everywhere it's fine. you want to be. But no, he's like he's got to go in. <laughs> he's got. He doesn't walk too fast, so he uses one of those Amigo carts. Nice. And he cruises around the cart to get his whitefish salad. And then, uh, yeah, and then we're sitting there in line for the next 40 minutes trying to get out while every single Jew in that line is writing a check. I don't know why they write checks. I have no idea why Jews write checks. Why why do they write? Kira's a Jewess. Why do they write checks? Why do we do that? I actually have been mocked for carrying my checkbook around in my wallet. I will write a check. <laughs> oh, my and I'm, God. I'm a young Jewess. Really young. I'm not even married. Yeah, I'm why young. Do you write, why do you write checks rather than using your credit card, debit card? That Debit cards have replaced checks. I, just know. stiff the place. I mean, just get the fuck <laughs> out of there. Don't write a fucking check. Jesus. The, the places I use the, the checks, I feel like it's appropriate. Where, where do you use a check? My hairstylist. Jewish? I'll give her a check. You never give her cash. She is not a Jewish. She's not Jewish. I don't think she appreciates the check. I actually, I don't deal a lot in cash. Okay, but but you don't even have a debit card? I do have a debit card. (laughs) And I almost never (laughs) use it. I think we just got to the source (laughs) of the problem. I I don't understand. I don't know if it's a point of frugality. It's a cultural thing. I don't know. It is. It is. I mean, it's like the, the, the ritual of writing the check. The maybe, maybe I'm not a good Jew because... You're not a good Jew. Yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's I, I don't use a check. I only use a check. I use sparingly. I use... I maybe write one or two checks a month. The rest of it's all, all debit. I don't know. But it's true. A lot of Jews use checks. Mm. And it's... And it is infuriating. <laughs> it seriously is. It's okay. I, I write my checks very quickly. It's not like I hold up the line with my yeah, check. Yeah, just wait yeah, till you're 60. That's what you think. Wait till you're 60 <laughs> and you're still just like, how do I make this out to? And what's the date today? It's like you, it's like you're trying to put pay in shekels. That's how yeah. everybody else feels about it. Like, oh, what's the conversion rate? It's like a bag of like Kira's, triangular stones. Yeah, Kira's like, I'm surprised she's just like, I'll take a pound of Christian flesh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a user. By the time I'm that old, there's going to be, you know, you're going to put your thumb on some pad and it's going to zap your... And you won't even but use you're that still be writing checks. Yeah, you'll still be writing checks. That. There won't know. be checks. That's what I'm saying. There won't even be checks. You're going to be forced out of you, there will 50 be, yeah. years when I'm that old. <laughs> all right, so in answer to your question, I don't know, but it's infuriating. And that's probably why Hitler killed all those Jews. Nobody likes it. <laughs> it's probably why he did it. No excuse. Yeah. What's the second call here, call number two? This one just... It, I, I thought we've established anger already in the show, but this one's about to erupt. Hey, what's up, Dee and Lance? This is what's Jenny. Hey. And in case you don't recall who I am, I called you guys about a year or so ago and declared myself the official black chick of sick and wrong. And I hadn't called you guys since. Was this the girl that invited us to Chicago with all the other black chicks to party with? Yeah, did you ever go? Your ex-girlfriend got all mad about it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. No, I didn't. You did go to Chicago, but you just didn't meet them. No, I know, I didn't. But, uh, no, well. (laughs) I kept intending to call, but I just, I, I was just busy, kept forgetting, putting it off. What can I tell you? I'm a right. big procrastinator. But 
Here I am once again a year later. Or it's good to know she's later, still listening. Giving you guys a call back because you had mentioned um, something funny that I felt compelled to call and comment about on an episode, I think two episodes ago. You were talking about Joran Vandersloot. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. That Dutch guy who murdered those chicks. Yeah, I remember that, but I didn't know that's how you pronounce his name. What were we saying? <laughs> Sloat? Uh, pretty much the same so, thing. Okay. I think we all have it wrong. Yeah. And about how women don't care if a guy is a serial murderer or if he's like crazy or antisocial. As long or as poops the bed. Yeah, or shits well, the bed. I can't really ride with you guys on the whole serial murder thing, but I can definitely agree with you on the height issue. Height. Oh, she's agreeing. She's saying a guy can shit the bed, but if he's over six foot... Six foot, that's good. A guy can have six... Like, she'll pr- clean up. She'll put plastic have, sheets on and be like, well, he poops the bed, but he's really tall. A guy cool. can have six decapitated prostitutes hidden in his basement. And she's going to be like, well, he's six four. Right. He's hot. It's cool. I he don't can, get it. I don't understand it. He can yeah. construct a semi-coherent sentence. <laughs> yeah, but he's six four. All right, hang on. Uh. Height is a thing with us women. It really, really is. Especially... Someone like myself. I am tall myself. I know that on the show where Dee said that he's assuming I'm a six-foot hot black chick like a La Fonda from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> First of all, let me correct you guys. <laughs> I'm not six foot. I'm five nine, but almost five ten. That's so still, still, still a tall. big bird. Yeah. And I'm definitely a far cry cuter than La Fonda's horse face ass. La Fonda's cute. I wish she had a horse face. I'd have hit that. LaFonda was way out of Kip's league. That's why Hell that movie yeah. is not believable. Totally. Yeah, but I digress. <laughs> I'm going to just. Uh, He's uh, having too much fun with this call on here. The whole Lauren Vandersloot thing, and tell you that yes, women do have a thing with height, and I am definitely no exception. My boyfriend that I have right now happens to be six foot six. And he has to be 230 some odd pounds. And the boyfriend that I had before him was six foot four. So, yeah, I, I do. So, but six foot six and 234 pounds, she's not into like the tall, thin hipster. She's into like a big dude, a massive football player. Dude, what hipster weighs 234 pounds? I mean, that's like a disgrace amongst the hipster community. You're too big to be a hipster. It's like, you can't be okay, above. You have to be a jock now because you're that big. Yeah. I think you just start swinging at hipsters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, you turn to the Hulk like, ah, oh, crush you, hipster. <laughs> but that, but big if man. you're six foot six and 234 pounds, you're the equivalent of six hipsters. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. It takes a lot of hipster juice to get there. <laughs> I don't know I do have a thing with the height. Um, one of the shortest guys that I ever dated actually was the guy that I was telling you guys about was a little cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, now I, I remember who this girl life. is. Yes. I totally remember that. She called because she was dating a professional football player, professional athlete. I thought he was like a bodybuilder. He was super muscular and like like shaved, ripped pecs. And he, she thought he was going to be really hot. And he had this tiny little dick. And he had a tiny little dick. I totally remember that. Yeah. Well, pay attention to this. She's trying to play him off as like the quintessential short man. Except. About the last time I called, 
Jim was actually one of the shortest guys I ever dated. He was only about six feet six feet tall. He's what? six feet tall. He's a tall guy too. He's a short deck tall guy. Obviously, she has never dated a short Jewish man. I mean, that guy's got quite a few inches on me. In the pants, though? No, hopefully in the pants. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I measure up to that. But uh, <laughs> she didn't tell us the, the dimensions of his member. She should. You know, so, yeah. He, he was one of the shortest things. It's just a thing. I, I can't speak for all women. But for myself, the height thing, it's just no one wants to look down at a man. You know, I'm tall, so if I'm dating somebody who's tall, far than me, then it makes me feel more dainty. Because with being tall, it makes you feel... I like how she said, er than me. <laughs> That's a good sound. Alright, I'm about ready to tell you to shut this call off because I'm in fear. No, no, I, I, I'm enjoying all right, it. Alright, alright. Edit that later. But, yes, women do want a man that, that's, like, strong and big and makes you... I, one of the things that I love about walking into the room with my boyfriend that I'm with now mm-hmm. is the attention he gets. Because not only is he tall, but he's also kind of just muscular and a little stocky. And, and, and when he walks into I a room... I think it's run our test. People just <laughs> yeah, I, I think it is run our test. Really he's ready to rip so the face like, off of anybody. Yeah, I like that. And I like when women look at him. I like when women flirt with him, too, because I know I got him and I don't have anything to worry about. You might have something to worry about. So it's a turn on. It's, a, it's just about, it's like you guys loving big tits or loving um, big legs or whatever it is that turns you on. Mm-hmm. Women just right. physically like height. That's it's just how we are. Deal with it, guys, and just go out and find yourself someone short enough <laughs> Deal with the scraps, so bitches. Which is like, take me, take me. Stop again. I love her as a fan, but really, she's got too many opinions. No, 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 no. I am so angry right now. I'm like, seriously, about ready to have a tantrum. Okay, <laughs> first of all, first of all, yes. we like big titties, and we like, there's a biological purpose for those tits. Mm-hmm. You know, we like those. They, Lots of milk. They feed our children. Yes. But children? I'm saying about this height thing here, okay? A girl's willing to forego an intellectual just because this this meathead is six foot five. Well, he could beat the intellectual's ass. Yeah, exactly. They, they prize that. This, this, this meathead who is physically superior to the intellectual... Be- because of his height and because of his brawn. Yeah. But seriously... Volumetrically is superior. I mean, well, there could be like a karate like, master who was a tiny guy who would beat the ass of the big galoot. Well, I guess in this theory. Really in theory. theory. Yeah, but really what I'm saying is, okay, we don't live in a hunter-gatherer society anymore. No. You don't need to have a big, huge man to go out there and bring in a, a dead deer or no. oxen or something for no. you to eat and feed your family. You don't need that anymore. What you need is you need a big nose, short Jew who makes a lot of money that can that can afford for it because that's what really matters. A t-shirt genius with podcasting personality and abilities. That's what and a do. sense of humor. Yeah, that's five Likeable. seven. It <laughs> weighs about uh, almost one hundred and forty pounds. Studio, that's what you need. I mean, that's you need, sexy. You need somebody with a studio <laughs> in one of the most expensive <laughs> cities in the world. Yeah, exactly. A, that something uh, that, to be desired. I know. That, exactly. You don't need hey, that Dee, six foot five. But, but what I'm what are you saying, doing tomorrow? <laughs> what I'm saying, Wagley, <laughs> to doesn't it anger you to hear that these girls are like, well, I'm going to go right by that guy who's got a sense of humor, who's intelligent, who has a decent job, because this dude who doesn't have a job that I have to pay for is six foot five. No, no. 
It doesn't anger me. It angers me. I'm, I'm just tracing her call, and I'll find her later. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, Kira, explain this to me. Why do girls like tall men? Well, if the choice were between a tall serial killer and a short guy with a sense of humor, I would totally go for the short guy. <laughs> yeah, Bullshit. right. Bullshit. I'm so proud of serial killers. I'm not. If he were not a serial okay. killer. Okay, not okay a- dial it back. A complete asshole who's five or six. I generally. And a, a sort okay. of. A Patrick guy. Bateman style person. A Patrick Bateman persona. He's six foot three. He's sort of successful, but he's a complete asshole. Treats you like shit. But he's tall. Well, I wouldn't want anyone who treated me like shit. Okay. All right, he doesn't treat you like shit. But, he, but he's just like this kind of arrogant prick. Sometimes ignores you. Sometimes ignores you. Tried to eat your cat. What? <laughs> he's orange and cute. He he's hairy. He's got this so really big nose. But he's so funny. <laughs> but he's six foot three and looks like Patrick Bateman. Akira. <laughs> hey. Oh, Willie. Oh, I tried to get the cat, but fuck it. Alf wasn't six foot three. I'm about five five, which is. I mean, if you think of the entire world's population, I'm on the taller end. Right. Kim Jong-il is shorter than me. <laughs> exactly. And, I and he's do, a powerful man. But his ambition... Just from a physical point of view, would go for taller. Why? Do you feel like you're going to be protected by this taller man? What's and, you the know, attraction? I think that's part of society is that women need exactly as what your caller was saying, like to feel dainty, like to feel feminine... And I mean, especially as her 5'9", I mean, that's pretty tall She's for a woman. Day. I mean, most Anime of them, I, I mean, even like at taller five, girls. Five, I, I like know, taller girls. I know you do. The reason I like taller <laughs> girls is because you kind of feel like a pimp when you roll into a place and you got like some tall girls yeah, and you got like a fur coat on. Some or what? And a cane. <laughs> when do you have two? <laughs> Occasionally it happens. <laughs> Costs a lot though. I mean, maybe it's because I'm from the Midwest, and I really... you just like a corn-fed big exactly, man. Exactly. Like, you know, I'm kind of raised to be into that kind of larger corn-fed boy. Like. But, you know, I have plenty of friends that are into the smaller, metrosexual kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is small? It's not like you're starting a catalog. Why does small have to be connoted with metrosexual? It doesn't have to be. <laughs> What about Napoleon? Was Napoleon a metrosexual man? I just don't want some guy that I'm going to date like borrowing my jeans. I just, I don't want to wear the same jeans. jeans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at him. I'm thinking maybe. You could maybe (laughs) fit in my jeans. And I'm I'm wearing my tight jeans right now. (laughs) It would pinch my nutsack. All right, we're done. We're done here. All I got to say is, ladies, we don't live in a hunter-gatherer society, okay? No. You're, you're passing by a really cool short man in favor of a big tall asshole. That's and all just because Dave could fit in my jeans does not mean he can't, you know, serve you in the bedroom. <laughs> he can fit in except for the front part. Yeah, the front His part's very talk. difficult to button. Exactly. People, you can call the Sigurong hotline at 206-666-3846, and we'd love to dissect your phone call <laughs> and deconstruct its true meaning. We also got a couple emails here to sigurongpodcast.com. We don't have much time to go into too many emails because we got to get out of here. But the new segment that I want to introduce, um, so wackily, from time to time, we get a lot of emails where people are asking for our advice or our opinion right, on correct. a subject or a topic. And so I was thinking... 
We need a jingle for this because it doesn't fit under the is that gay segment. But that is kind of a asking for advice segment, but sometimes it broadens out into other horizons. And so is that gay has its own theme song, its own jingle. So Felipe, I'm talking to you. I think you need to make us a new jingle here for our new segment called My Two Cents with Dean Lance. I love how our only communication line with the guy who makes the best jingles is just talking to him through the podcast. Yeah, cool. he listens, so he knows. He knows where we're coming from. He can, he can, he can interpret our true <laughs> meaning here. Um, but yeah, so My Two Cents with Dean Lance is a new segment here where we give our two cents on your questions. I kind of want the theme music to be sort of like Jack Handy, like really soft. So maybe something like kind of new agey. I disagree. What I think it should, I think it should be like the old uh, end of the end of the night nightly news upbeat like how about this button collector or this puppyologist or the, you know this, this hot air balloonist has made <laughs> waves in the community. My two cents. Boop. I guess okay. I, I guess I guess that would kind of work. I was thinking something one. like something soft and soothing, being like you want know, like do 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 do. My two cents. I think you should just have a bag of change jingling. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be musical, woman. Yeah, it's got to be musical. You, you have no, no, I, no idea how this works. All right. My two cents with Dean Lance. First question here came in from Star. And she says, yes, my parents are fucking hippies. I thought they were like strip club managers. <laughs> <laughs> she writes in, hey, Dean Lance, I'm a teenage girl. I'll let that sink in for a minute. Sinking. It is Sinking. Um, although I think I'm getting a rise somewhere. I was wondering, A, when is it acceptable, in your opinion, for a girl to have sex? And B, when is it acceptable for a girl to masturbate? Before you ask, there will be no tip pictures because I'm under 18, so you're going to have to trust me on that fact that I'm a girl. But I'd really appreciate your guidance on this subject. Thanks, Star. Postscript, does S&W have an official schoolgirl? If not... Can that be me? She wants to be the official schoolgirl here. So, okay, her question is, please don't send tit pictures if you're under 18. (laughs) Please do not. We discourage that. Her question is, and this is uh, my two cents about her questions. When is it acceptable, in her opinion, for a girl to have sex? I think when you're emotionally and physically ready to have sex, um, you should have sex. But remember to use protection. No, no, no. I do. I think by the age of sixteen, a girl should be having sex. No, the legal age, eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah. If you're using protection, you How got a guy. guy. Why supposed not? To be? Sixteen. You can bone a girl at sixteen. Then you have all these weird issues of like, what's the statutory limits, and like, is the guy over eighteen? Is the girl over eighteen? Depends on the state. It depends on the state, but at the same time, if you're okay, if you're fifteen, I just recommend handies and and blowjobs and mutual masturbation. What a puritan! What a puritan! No, I'm just saying. Keep it's yourself, Jews are like, keep, okay, just go do it. Have fun. Keep yourselves out of okay, not all about Jews it. feel that way. Manual stimulation until you're of the legal age of the state that you reside in. Waggly, your two why cents cause, sucks. I'm not being a puritan. <laughs> I'm just saying, why cause yourself un- undue? Problems. Don't you don't cause yourself problems when you wear a condom. That's what I'm saying. You Protected do. sex. You do though, because the state will say you're doing it wrong. If you're 16 and you're having sex with a girl at 16, how about masturbation wrong? though? In five. There's no. All right, there's I no guess age. you could do that. So reach this, down and and move it around. The second the second question here is when is it acceptable for a girl to masturbate? 
You can masturbate at any age. Why not? Self-exploration, no problem. Three months. I think so. Not in public. Not in public is a good idea. So, Kira, what, 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 you want. <clears throat> what are your two cents since you're here right now? For a girl to have sex, what age? I think it's really an individual choice, and I think this is not the appropriate forum to be gaining advice for that. Right, that's particular the last question. time I ever <laughs> asked your opinion. Well, we had to, like, she totally discredited our whole segment here. Girl <laughs> to girl, girl to girl. Expired. Let me tell you, this is not the appropriate. You have forum no idea how many minors ask me and Wackerly's experienced, educated opinions <laughs> on a weekly basis. So many. <laughs> and we always disperse the worst advice anyone could possibly get. I think Love yourself and use your best judgment. <laughs> How old were you when you started masturbating? Not with like a vibrant. I'm just talking just masturbating. Where you're like, oh my God, this is cool. I probably started masturbating after I'd actually had sex, though. Really? No oh, yeah. That is bizarre. That is bizarre. That's strange. That's the Midwest, honey pie. That's kind of strange, though, because Alf was on when, how old were you? (laughs) Well, I'm younger than you guys, but not by much. I know. I mean, you must have been at least 13 when Alf was on. All right. So there you go, Star. Um, And you have a great name. Don't become a stripper. Stay off that pole. Uh, You can have sex when you feel emotionally ready, and uh, you can masturbate at any time. That is our two cents with Dan Lance. Chicka, chicka, chicka. We'll have some more of that uh, next week. People, send us an email here at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Finally here, if you haven't already joined up with the Sick and Wrong Forum, you are missing out on some hot forum action. There's like 5,200 people on that forum. There are. A lot of them are lurkers, though. A lot of them are lurkers, but since we called out the lurkers, I've seen a lot of new posts. They're starting to pop up. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of new members, a lot of action going on there. So go join the forum, make some new friends. Sickerongpodcast.com, just click on forum. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show via iTunes. It really does give us great exposure. Every time you give us a five-star rating, it helps the show. I noticed we were on the first page of Featured for a little while. For a little while. A little bit. I think it it varies. Move up and down. Yeah. But the more people that comment and uh, rate us, the the higher we go. So we we thank you for that. It, It does help us out. Also, uh, another in sick and wrong news here. I just ordered the new sick and wrong teas yesterday. Um, should be available by next week. It took a little while to get that uh, the design to go through, but I know we have a few people that have ordered already. And feel free to back order. I will honor all of your orders. I'm not being Jewish and keeping your money. But you know, a lot of people have been like, "It's been two months. Where's my order?" It's coming, okay, you limeys? Don't send me pictures of your nutsacks anymore. It's back-ordered. It's back-ordered. So we're going to have some new Sick and Wrong teas next week, and we'll have a new picture for it. All right, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was not sent in by anybody. It's actually a tribute to Gay Pride, to all the gays out here in San Francisco. It's Gay Pride. Whoa! It's Woo! Gay Pride Weekend here in San Francisco. Uh, lots of anal sex, and Madonna will descend upon this city. <laughs> It will be. It's a good combination, anal sex and Madonna. But I want to wish everybody a safe and happy Gay Pride Day. It's kind of like the Gay Fourth of July, in a sense. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So buy some sparklers, drink an apple teeny, and enjoy yourself. You <laughs> go, still can't go marry. Go talk to Jeff at the edge. Yeah. Go go to the edge Father and go hang out with my brother. So the song I want to play in tribute to uh, all the people here for Gay Pride in San Francisco is Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. That's a great song. It's an ode to poppers and butt sex. Yeah. 
You know? Don't do it. When do you want to go do it? <laughs> you know what's funny about it? The original video uh, depicted a gay S&M den. Did you know that? No. And it's it, really raunchy, though. It was you filmed know? in an unused East London theater, and it was promptly banned by both the BBC and MTV, <laughs> resulting in the production of a substitute video uh, directed by Brian De Palma to coincide really? with the release of his film Body Double. <laughs> So there you go, all you gays out here in San Francisco. Happy great gay pride. Have a good time. Here's Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax. Don't do it. It's a good song. Kira, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Love you, perverts. You've been a good sport. And uh, it, was, it was interesting to hear that you'd have sex with Alf over Wicket. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still throwing for a loop over that one. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, take it sleazy.
want to let you guys know that you ruined my life. I had like a 3.5 GPA, man. No, 3.75 GPA college, man. And then I found your podcast. Then I started listening to it a lot. Then ruined my life, man. I'd be lucky to have a, a 1.0 GPA this fall semester. Probably going to be a janitor now. The fucking bastards. Nice show, though. Keep it up.